Hey, this is Chelsea Perry. Welcome to Tame the Circus Brain. Hey, I have been processing this one for about a week, so I'm excited about our subject today. Something I noticed that I do that's kind of weird, but I think we all do it. You let me know if you do this or not, if I'm the only one, is when I'm really upset about something, I find a way to take it out on something else. It's kind of a weird masking of things that I've noticed. So I just got to go out of the country with my family. It was a major honor, a huge privilege to get to be where I was. And, you know, I've been battling some health things. And so I went and I had a health scare in the middle of coming home. And it was really funny. I mean, I'm, I'm okay. Everything's cool. But it was really funny watching my response. And what happened was I started to have some symptoms and I got scared. And so instead of just saying, hey, I'm really scared, I feel freaked out, I started getting really mad about my bag. And this is a bag that I spent $8 and like 42 cents or something at Target. It was a backpack. I had no emotional attachment to it. It was an okay backpack. Like it's not that great. But all of a sudden, I had all of this energy and I had all of this emotion directed towards this object. And I just thought it was really amusing. And I remember different moments in my life when other people have done this or when I've done it. And I think traffic in general is a perfect example of this because we can anticipate traffic. We know that traffic happens at certain hot points of the day, lunch, you know, headed to work, rush hour, headed home. And we know we can anticipate that. And then every once in a while there's road construction or an accident where it's heightened and when it's an unexpected time and it's frustrating. I totally get all that. But it's hilarious to me how mad we get at traffic. And most of the time, honestly, it's not one of the things that I take out my frustration on. I just choose to listen to a podcast or listen to music or entertain myself and just work through it because I've just decided I'm not going to get mad at things I can't help like as often as possible. Sometimes I do, but for the most part, I just choose to slow down And it's like before the airplanes got the internet and it was like a moment that you just had mental peace. And that's what I decide that the traffic is for. So I was on my way home and I just all of a sudden, (laughs) the other thing is, if you know me, I don't care about stuff. I really don't. I I respect people that take care of their things. It's okay for me when people get pleasure from having a cool car or a nice watch. That's fine. I have no problem with that. It's fine to have nice things as long as they don't have you. I think that's fine. But I've just never been a person that really finds a high level of value in things. I just don't. I don't care about them. The things I care about are maybe things that my grandpa gave me or something from my dad or my mom or something that's sentimental, but values very based on my emotional attachment to the thing, not based on how much it costs. So it's really funny for me to get upset about a bag. I just don't. If I get a dent in my car, like whatever, I couldn't care less. That's just how I am. So I'm sitting in the airport and we're making this full day trek. I mean, maybe it was even over 24 hour trek back to the States. And all of a sudden my family's all around me. And all of a sudden I'm like, who broke my zipper? And I start freaking out about my bag being broken this under $10 bag. 
and I start getting really upset and it's so hilarious looking back at it. And I did not care at all about the zipper. I was just freaked out about my health. I was in a moment where I was, honestly, it was the lowest moment I've had. And I, we all agreed that was the, that was my, I hit bottom. That was rock bottom for me physically, emotionally, mentally. I was completely exhausted and afraid and weird and psycho. And so there we had this moment and I was just laughing at how I hid it behind something else. And I just have watched this. Another friend of mine, we were traveling and she was really upset about something going on in her life that was really serious and obviously upsetting. Like it was worth her being upset about. And then all of a sudden she's like, we had sent away for our laundry and that was normal in this place that we were at. I don't normally do that, but we sent our laundry away and all of a sudden she's like, when does the laundry get back? And I said, I don't know. She's like, I was expecting it to get back by now. And I'm like, uh, okay, why are you freaking out? She's like, I'm not freaking out. I just want to know where my things are and when they're coming back. And she had this whole dialogue and it was hilarious because we realized she's not upset about laundry. I wasn't upset about my bag. We're not upset about the traffic. We're upset about other things that are going on. Sometimes we're upset about traffic. Like if you're scared that you're not safe, you know, and, and a close call happens or something. But most of the time, you know, people are honking their horns and screaming at each other because we've got other stuff going on. And what I've really realized is those coping skills and our ability to process really intense information or stuff that's going on in us internally is really important that we can work through stuff and do it in a healthy manner because it's so often that conflict comes up or hardship comes up and it's so easy to take it out on each other especially somebody that you love so much because you know that most likely they're going to still love me and be okay after this, no matter how crazy I act. But you know what? That's so not healthy. So how do we get to a point where we can process things without it showing up in a weird way? You know, like getting overly angry at the grocery store or at our kids or wherever we want to take it out at. Instead, just truly trying to learn how to stop and evaluate and say, what's really going on here? What's the truth? And that's something I've talked about before that my brother Kingston has helped me with where he just says, say what it really is. Don't say, like, don't project it on something else. Like be vulnerable and say the truth. And at the beginning, when he told me this like four or five years ago, maybe six years ago now, I hated it. I liked hanging behind the fence of whatever I built that was protecting me saying that it was that, but it was really something else. And it was, it was a safety for me. But then I realized I'm never really solving the true problem of what's hurting or I'm never really getting to the heart of the matter because it's easier to say, I didn't mean it like that. Of course, you know, my heart, I didn't mean it like that. Instead, I say, hold on a minute. If you, if it, you took it that way, I'm so sorry that I, I said something that came across weird. And instead of like instantly getting in a defensive mode, which is so easy to do because it's hurtful to hear that we're wrong. It's hurtful to hear we hurt somebody. But no matter what our intentions are, we are not judged by our intentions. We are judged by the perception of the person of what we do and, and what we say and how we say it. And so I have just learned that just pulling the mask down as vulnerable, violating, torturous, terrible as it is. It just works a lot better in the long run to get to the heart of the matter instead of trying to project what it is and and kind of make a distraction. It's almost like sending up a flare in the air to try to like 
create an, a distraction so nobody knows what's really going on. And so I just want to encourage you to just kind of fight for things, fight for yourself, fight for your relationships in a deep way, in a true way, not in a fake way. Like having those kinds of relationships that it's like, hey, I want to talk to you about this because I love you so much and maybe I misunderstood because I know, you, you know what I'm saying? Like communicating in a way and creating safe dialogue, safe places to be able to work through stuff because it's so sweet to have really deep, rich relationships. I don't believe you should have a lot of them because it's very rare when you can have that kind of connection. And so if you have like 25 of them, it's kind of scary. Like having that many people that go into your inner courts of your heart, I just think that's really rare. If you have that, that's interesting. But I have my family that we were pretty honest with each other. And then I have a handful of really deep friendships that I really value and um, can really speak into my life. And I kind of think it's smart to be a little more distant and not vulnerable with just everybody. You know what I'm saying? Like, I think there's a level of protection that's wise. So I'm not saying to show everybody the deepest part of your heart. I'm just saying it's really a powerful tool to be honest when it's, you know, always be honest, but it's a powerful tool to really let people in on the heart of the matter instead of projecting it on something else when you can and when you can figure out what it really is. I think that there's power in that, but I think we got to use wisdom. So I think there's a balance to that. So it's one of those things. I know there's a saying about being as shrewd as a serpent and as harmless as a dove. And I love that. It's like being wise and using wisdom and having those street smarts and those gut instincts that we were born with, but then also being very loving and gracious and covering people and when people make stupid mistakes or say something that's heartbreaking, I just think, man, if I said that, I would really want to be let off the hook or I would want people to see it, see past it for what my heart meant and not what I said because that was really dumb. I said that and I didn't mean it like that or whatever. And I try to treat people the way I want them to treat me. Um, this is definitely not an original idea, <laughs> but I mean, that's just my, the way I try to operate because we all do dumb stuff. It's terrible what we do. And when we do it, it's how do I navigate my way through this conversation? How do I navigate my way through this moment? And how would I want someone to treat me if it was me, when it's me? Because it definitely is sometimes for sure. So I think that really is something I've been cooking and processing a lot because I have another situation close to me and, you know, we were just working through this issue trying to come to a really healthy place. And it's interesting. I've talked about offenses before and true love doesn't take on the offense. And I've done this before several times where if somebody offends my friend, I'm like, oh yeah, you offend them. You offend me because of loyalties and um, this deep sense of honor and community and almost like a knighthood or something. Like we're all in this club but really what I've learned through the years is that, you know what, getting them through the offense is really more love than me taking on their offense side by side. Instead, I start talking them through it. Maybe they didn't mean it like that. Or I'm so sorry they hurt your feelings. Your feelings are valid, but maybe maybe they're going through other stuff because this just doesn't sound like them. 
And those kinds of things bring healing and help and health instead of just being like eye for an eye kind of a thing. It's like it softens those kind of things, even if they really were hurtful and intentionally so. It's like, hold on a minute. I forgive you. And that is so powerful. That whole kind of I watched Cinderella, the new the new one from Disney on the plane on the way back for my adventures. And that whole thing of kindness and forgiveness and the whole plot. It's just that was a beautiful thing that they brought out in the most recent Cinderella movie when she turns around and she says, I forgive you. It's really powerful. And she doesn't say it in a haughty way like I forgive you and I'm amazing. It's amazing that I forgive you. I am an incredible person because I've definitely felt that before where people are like, I give you the gift of my forgiveness or whatever. And you're like, I feel horrible. I am like the gum on the bottom of someone's shoe that's walking around in a graveyard. It's like a horrible, horrible, horrible feeling. Instead, it's like, hey, I honor you. I love you. I cover you like I would want you to cover me and I forgive you and I'm not going to hold it against you. That is a great feeling. That's a great way to live. And I want to live that way more. I'm working on it. And I think I'm doing better than I've ever done with it. But I'm still a work in progress. We're in on these things together. I mean, I literally was freaking out over my zipper three days ago on my bag. I mean, I'm laughing at myself. I literally hit rock bottom. I was physically exhausted. (laughs) Having a freak response that was going on that was scaring me. I'm okay now. But it was just one of those moments in my life that you just have to laugh. It's like, look at this. This was in me. I had the ability to act like this. This is so funny. And I just thought, I want to work on, even when I'm my best, I guess I was trying to be quiet. And then I literally had these thoughts like, how dare you have fun right now? I like heard my family laughing. I'm like, I cannot even believe they're laughing at something when I am suffering. And it was just so funny. I kept my mouth shut because I knew how eight-year-old it sounded and not in a good way. (laughs) And so I just decided to be quiet. And then once I woke up, I I had taken some medication. I like slept a little bit. I was like, hi, guys. And then they go, you're back. We're so happy you're back. And I realized the contrast of where I was and where it just is hilarious. I mean, what are you going to do? You got to laugh because what else? It's like either laugh or cry about it. But I just thought about how many times, you know, we're like, you broke my pencil or whatever. And it's not it has nothing to do with the pencil. But it's like, really, you hurt my feelings, you know, and it just I, I think in those moments of rage when we can't really see straight, it's not the best time to sort through things. It's like, let's calm down and let's return to it when we can see things more clearly. So anyway, that's my big news for this week. That's what I wanted to work on and talk about. It's just really loving ourselves, loving each other. And when we act crazy, gracing each other out, loving ourselves through it, loving each other through it, forgiveness forgiving ourselves, forgiving other people, and just doing the best we can to be the best that we can, but knowing we're just human. It is what it is. Awesome. Well, thanks guys for tuning in and I'll be back to talk more soon. 